0: Today, House Democrats pass a bill to make Washington, D.C., the 51st state. The USPS is spying on you, and LeBron James is a giant idiot. We've got a lot coming up, and it starts Uh right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Today, joined by uh, probably the world's biggest LeBron James hater himself, <laughs> Stubergeer, Gear, also host of Stu Does America. Just
1: doing fair analysis on LeBron for many years, and I think my uh, theories have proven out. <laughs>
0: I think that you're right. Also joined by Pat Gray, uh, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, also found on Belize TV. Um, how, where do you stand on LeBron James?
2: I share uh, Stu's Okay, I thought that you might distaste for
0: him. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I never really. I was like, I mean, he. Yeah, I didn't care. It doesn't seem that horrible. I don't really have a, a, an opinion either way, but Stu won me over.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I, this is did. basically, between this and Colin Kaepernick, it's really my only role in life is to try to win people over <laughs> to hating those two. <laughs> well, so I think so far <laughs> we're in a good place. Doing great. Andrew oh, well, so yeah. You're doing Andrew Cuomo. You're doing great. And you are wearing a Nancy Pelosi sucks t-shirt right now. <laughs> I so I guess there's a few people uh, <laughs> in which I've done this to, but uh, they all deserve it. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're doing a great job. Thank you. So, uh, mm-hmm. all right, let's get, we will get into... LeBron James. But let's first get into, um, I want to go over this uh, House Democrats. Mm -hmm. I know this was kind of breaking this afternoon. House Democrats uh, passed a bill to make Washington, D.C., the 51st state. This was a 216 to 208 party line vote today. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bill obviously is going to be Mm -hmm. sent to the Senate. It's the second time that the House has approved this sort of legislation in two years. Um, Obviously, it would be an uphill climb. But I think it's important to at least talk about, because it does kind of give you an overview of all of these things that the Democrats are pushing, that we said they would push, packing the courts, trying to make D.C. another state. I mean, it feels very much like all of these conspiracy theorists who said all of these things uh, were kind of right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're going to try to do them now. Are they going to get these things through? Right. Probably not right now. Uh, Not right now. I know. I I am with you. I don't I don't. It's definitely possible, I think, given the right excuse, they would do it. Um, You know, you could make an argument, right, that people in Washington, D.C. should be able to have senators. Right. That argument, though, means uh, you just put like Washington, D.C. into Maryland and and split Maryland into two states if you want to do that. Uh, there's no yeah. reason to make dc a state just to add two more senators there's no reason to do it unless you just want two more senators that will vote your way dc is a city it's a city you don't it doesn't turn into a state like this is not the vatican
0: it is the most like washington dc thing ever yeah that all of the elites who work there are like no we should totally be a state well, we're that, we're that important.
1: I know well, the most DC, D.C. thing ever was the plan that was floated by a couple of liberals last year. I believe it was where they wanted to divide D.C. into like 16 states and add 16 states and 32 new senators. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and, why one. not? Yeah, let's <laughs> right. just do it block by block. Right. Each, each one's a state. I mean, you know, they have no. Reverence for any of our traditions or what uh, the country, you know, the fairness that was, you know, supposedly implemented through the Constitution. They want to override it, and like there are legal, like as we pointed out many times, like you know, Roosevelt could have packed <coughs> the court. Right, mm-hmm. there wasn't anything stopping him except just the fact that it's insane and it's a terrible idea, as Joe Biden pointed out helpfully back in the '90s. Uh, it was it's a boneheaded idea. Uh, so this is what the left will do, as of right now. They don't have 50 votes to to, to do this because I mean, really, this is all this whole conversation is about the filibuster. Yeah, and they have to get rid of that first before they can do any of this crap. As of right now, that's holding on, but just wait until that wrong moment occurs. Wait till that that emergency happens, and then and Joe Manchin needs yeah. to tell you about. Look, I w- I wanted to hold the line on this, but I didn't know the Republicans would be this bad, and and then it all
0: falls apart. Yeah, when you're waiting on your like your last hope is Joe Manchin, I don't. That's that's not a good position to be in.
2: You imagine if this was Texas and. Uh, talking about dividing into five different states so that we could have ten senators (laughs) instead of two, uh, they would be going absolutely ape crap right now. They would be out of their minds, and they probably should be. But it is the one thing that Texas, everybody thinks Texas has a constitutional right to secede, but we we don't. What we do have the right to do is to divide Texas into five different states. So if they they declare D.C. a state, we should split it into 10 uh, like different senators uh, and uh, have a little more representation than we already do.
0: I like that. Yeah. You know what? I know someone who's running for governor. I should float that oh. idea. I, sh- I should huh. float that idea. Yeah, float past that idea. Because See what he thinks. Well, but I mean, I like I think you were just you were saying that tongue in cheek. But really, the Democrats have shown they will they will do, do anything. anything. They Any- will fight dirty. Anything. They will do anything to retain power. I think yeah. it's time that we do we start fighting fire with fire and hey okay if you guys are going to do that we're going to do it too am i is that just the, the devil on my shoulder is getting the most of me we both have
1: the devil and, yeah. and the angel on the shoulder yeah. in this one because i got are constant I, I don't think like look that this would not be fighting fire with fire if they did it Right, <laughs> i think uh, that this would be much more like equaling things out the way they're supposed to yeah. be as opposed to you know fighting fire with fire but you know look i I, I love this country. I love our traditions. I love our mm-hmm. institutions. We've, we've lost this sense. I think some conservatives have mm-hmm. lost it, but every one on the left yeah. has lost it. There's no more respect for that. There's no idea that those things are important. And part of the reason we've been successful for 200 years, you know, like these rules staying in effect and people ob- actually just objectively honoring them and respecting them there's always going to be partisan pulling at those uh, at, the, at the fringes there. But generally speaking, we've looked at ourselves and said, look, this is a really good country. It's got a great constitution. We've got all of these great things going for us. Let's just keep going. And, you know, we'll push and pull within that within that uh, Overton window. Well, that's just seems to be dead now. And there's very few mm-hmm. people who care about those things anymore. There's no longer, uh, you know, the, the process doesn't matter. You know, I mean, look, I've complained about this one before just to because it's easy to give us a 1,000 examples on the left. But Donald Trump uh, banning bump stocks unilaterally is completely insane and against the Constitution. Yeah. He should not have done it. Uh, and it, it's opening up uh, possibilities for the left to do similar things, though they will do them anyway. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, did, did, did he really need to open up anything? I mean, they were going to do it no matter what. They probably going to do whatever they want to do no matter what.
1: They probably would. They couldn't have done it with a Republican president, though, I can tell you well. that. They, you know, Now, maybe <laughs> Biden right. would have come in the first day and done it. But that can also be undone uh, afterward. The point, though, is that the process matters there. Like, it's not just a dumb little thing. To, to figure out a way to get what you want. The, the, when you need 60 votes or 51 votes to get something through the Senate, the process, yeah, ah, well, yeah, we can just add a bunch of senators because we really want it. Like, that's not the way our country is operated. And to our benefit, like, it's the reason why we've been stable. We have the oldest constitution in the world for a reason because we've actually respected it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I want to go to a, a story that you're probably not going to hear If you watch CNN, although if you watch CNN, you're probably not watching this program because you're way too smart to watch CNN. But uh, the United States Postal Service has apparently been secretly collecting data on Americans social media posts. This story is from Yahoo News. Uh, Apparently, a March 16th government bulletin uh, (laughs) says that the I didn't I had no idea that the USPS actually has a law enforcement arm. If Mm. that's not, like, totally terrifying to anyone who has dealt with the USPS. They actually have a law enforcement arm, and they're tracking citizens' social media activity to gather data on a host of topics, including inflammatory postings and planned protests. This is uh, a program called ICOP, which stands for Internet Covert Operations Program. So, uh, (laughs) I just... I, like the usps is, is spying on all of us how does that how does how does that happen
1: this is a great uh, argument to keep governments smaller yeah uh, i mean <laughs>
0: if, if they're doing it every agency <laughs> yeah, exactly. across the board is definitely doing it
1: and given the excuse uh, any agency that exists will use that excuse right. to to do this uh it's it's bizarrely out of the frame of what they should be doing I mean to the point of like if you told me Arbys would doing that we would be doing that I'd be less surprised yeah in some ways uh, it's just a very strange <laughs> thing but I mean again I when need them ha-
0: to focus on just getting my package could yes, like, just yes, the at all I was gonna say on time but just at all mm.
1: I know and not losing multiple billions of dollars every year <laughs> right um, I know they've been right. trying to because the the guy Trump put in is still in right he's still technically there for I think because so, yeah. yeah, he his term I don't follow the Postal Service uh, what? all that closely. What? I know. Uh, but like you know, he was trying to professionalize it to a point where at least it could come close to breaking even um, from year to year. Well, no wonder they can't break even. They're freaking spying on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to deliver packages and spy on people for that same amount of money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pat, our civil liberty experts are a little bit concerned about mm. this surveillance. Do you share their concerns? Just a little bit. Just a little
2: I mean, if the, if the post office is doing this, what is the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the NCAA, what are they doing to us <laughs> right now? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine what the NCAA is, wow. is doing behind closed doors? I, I can't even begin to imagine. Now, it's pretty frightening. And uh, what's great is that they also have the help of these huge corporations like Google and Apple uh to help them with their work Mm. because i'm i'm sure the government just asks and google offers it up i i mean you never hear of google fighting any sort of request from the government they just turn over information so yeah there's there's a lot of spying going on and the spying that we know about is alarming so how much more alarming is the spying we don't know about
0: and it's hard to trust that, uh, you know, I know a lot of people talk a lot about some sort of s- Congress doing something, the government doing something about big tech. But it's like, I don't know that any of their actions on big tech spying on us is going to be anything we want in our lives <laughs> right at, th- at this point with the people who are in office right now.
1: You're preaching directly <laughs> to me, are you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is, I am totally with you <laughs> on this. I mean, I, I am. I'm as concerned, I think, yeah. as a lot of people are on, on, on big tech and all these other things. But like, man, I don't want the government doing it like it's a t- we're in a tough situation here because both sides, both options are terrible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what it seems like. I mean, you know, you, you we look at this and we say, well, we want we we want freedom of speech. Right. We want the ability to be able to post all these things. We don't want big tech uh, cracking down and spying on us and all of these things. And then we step back and you're like, okay, well, if our ar- argument is, well, we should have a law passed so that they can't do that, there might be some good things from that. But my guess is conservatives end up on the wrong side of that one after a while. It usually is the way that it happens. And no matter what happens, we're gonna not, we're not gonna like the lines they draw mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. So it is a real struggle, and I, you know, I it's it's a it's it's a tough one. It's another devil on the shoulder yeah. and 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 angel on the shoulder type of situation because. You know i i think i keep coming back to the same thing is that the less power that government has the better off we're going to be and so passing laws and giving more power to the government like spying through the post office usually seems to turn out bad i mean i remember when keith olbermann was back on back in the george bush era and he did this big expose about this room. It was like a little closet and had all these servers that were collecting information. And I remember being like, come, this doofus, you know, I mean, I just he found a, a picture I mean, of a that was closet a fair so. Yes, it, was, yeah, it still applies to him. He's an <laughs> idiot. Uh, but I mean, look that kind of stuff was happening Uh, we now know i have to give some credit there i mean i don't know if he actually found the right closet he just had a picture of a closet and he was like (laughs) saying this is a closet where all the stuff's gay Uh, maybe it was that closet i don't know but like that stuff really was going on we found out a lot about it later on and we were kind of set back to say well i hope they use that legally Mm -hmm. and we found as as we saw during the trump administration how often that actually occurs they don't use it very uh, legally all that often it seems Uh, and they barely ever get anything rejected when they go after it so you know, the answer here is not to try to apply your version of the right type of of government oversight and control. It's to minimize that government control. And if we can do that,
2: then at least we have a chance to fight against it. Yeah. And I hope people realize by now that the old expression, well, I don't care if they're spying on me. I'm not doing anything uh, wrong. Uh, Yet you're yeah. not the one who decides right. if what you're doing hmm. is wrong. That's done by the government and other entities. So... People should be alarmed by this, and and we need to stand up against it. Well,
0: you, you know what? To your point, there was a what? A police officer and a paramedic, I yeah, think. I just, who, is, yeah, right. who donated to Kyle Rittenhouse? Ten dollars. Fired fired right did he F- get fired I, th- I, 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 I read i thought i read he got fired
1: because i know they, they they ran our news report and they yeah. they sent the guy out to the house They, oh sir did you donate yeah. ten dollars to this <laughs> guy who was blatantly yourself. defending himself what? uh yeah yeah and that's so think about the government with that power and we can we don't have to think about it go back to the time when you know uh you know we had a much more we, uh, you go back 50 years and you have a, a crazier you have hoover you have you, you have crazy things going on uh, against quote-unquote enemies of the state. People even like Martin Luther King were uh, suffering under this. It's so funny because the left used to really understand yep. this because yep. they were the mm-hmm. victims of yep. it in the 50s, in the 60s and they really pushed back against it for a long time. They've totally lost that instinct yeah. uh, and uh, that's uh, that's one of the few things that you, uh, is an instinct of, of, you know, of the left that you'd want to keep, which is an instinct of being skeptical of letting government have access to that information on, on regular citizens because mm even when they haven't done anything wrong. They've done something wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, don't worry, Stu. Uh, they have kept the idea that um, you can abort your baby up to the point of birth. Good. So, so it's good. That they're, yes. Yeah, they're keeping the good, good. morals there. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. Uh, so in 2020, over 8 million guns were sold. Uh, that combined with the efforts to defund the police. And then, of course, you've got rising crime because you're letting all of the, uh, all of the inmates out of the jails because of COVID-19. That has driven the cost of ammo through the roof. I don't know if any of you have gone to try to buy ammo right now. It's impossible to find, all right? A lot of Americans have just stopped training with their guns because it's too expensive. You can't find the ammo. It's just too much of a pain. But that is why iTarget Pro was invented. Uh, It is to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. So you don't have to go to the range. You don't have to find the ammunition that is out of stock right now. All you have to do is download iTarget's app. You load the laser bullet that they have, and they have them for all different calibers into your firearm, and you can start training at home. Now, dry fire training is going to help you develop muscle memory, sharpen your target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, uh, and much, much more. I have it. I know the guys have it. Um, We actually made it into a game at our house. Uh, It was the first time that my son was able to really feel a weapon, hold a weapon, um, dry fire with a weapon. It's really great uh, if you want to educate children on guns as well any of you out there are looking to do that Uh, today you can save 10 percent and get free shipping with the offer code news if you go to itargetpro.com the greatest thing about this is that it is going to pay for itself in one trip that you would spend at the range with all the range fees and the ammunition it will pay for itself itargetpro.com promo code news We talked yesterday about uh, Makia Bryant, who was the girl who was shot by the police in Columbus, Ohio, after she was, I mean, like, actively trying to stab another girl in an altercation. Um, And I think that, you know, it's interesting because the conversation that we had yesterday um, with Jason Betrell and Eric July was that... No one was really talking about the girl who was about to be stabbed. The media wasn't asking her for her comment, how she felt. Uh, it was all just a bunch of activists and how they felt about the, about the matter. Really, by the way, with no context brought into the situation. I know there were a lot of people who didn't even realize that there was a knife involved in the incident um, and that someone was about to get stabbed. But I think it's important when we're talking about this to uh to play the the victim who was about to get stabbed uh, and let her speak for herself listen she came out with, at you with a knife yeah, earlier sir. no she just that's what the that's what the police that, did, that lady she, came on the up, floor? she came after me with so, a knife yeah so she so he got her Mm. seems pr- almost like it's as straightforward as uh, we all said that it was it's- Could not be more clear cut and straightforward to me. It's interesting because I saw some conservatives even saying, "Um, well, we have to wait for all of the details to shake out. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) think we need to know why there was an altercation, why the girls were there, what led to it. It really doesn't matter when it comes down to what happened when the police officers came on scene. Right. That. that yeah. what, why the police officer shot has nothing to do with any of those things. He doesn't know what age they are. He doesn't know why they're fighting. All they know is that they arrive on scene and ask them to like stop, and she doesn't stop and is about to stab someone. Yeah, I mean, there seems like that's all the context you need for this I, one.
1: I I generally agree with you. I mean, I always want to wait to know, uh, like what what all the details are. Just, I don't think it affects the cop at all because well, we did. But that's what I mean. We, yeah, you're for, right. And for I, whether or yeah. not
0: it's a clean shoot, like, whether or not you can accuse him of racism. Yeah,
1: we don't know the, all the details of the situation, but we do know what the cop saw because right. we saw 100% of what he knew in the right. situation. So I think, to me, that is more than enough to say that he, that was a justifiable shot. We don't know the, the situation. Like For example, like maybe the girl in pink tried to stab the other girl a little earlier, and that's why she was so pissed off and acting that way. That doesn't mean that it's okay or that she should have done it, mm-hmm. but it might make the situation a little bit more understandable. because, But
0: I mean, not for the cop.
1: But not for the cop. Right. It doesn't change what the cop uh, what, what happened with the cop. You know, it's interesting. They say that uh, not only did Uh, Makia Bryant tried to stab the girl in pink but also the girl that fell on the ground she tried to stab Um, and so we also Mm -hmm. see As I think you pointed out the air and I I noticed last night that no one had really commented on is that there seems to be an adult male kicking the girl who's sitting on the ground in the the head or the face, Mm -hmm. um, which is a very bizarre part of this, which makes you wonder what the hell was going on inside that would lead him to think that was an okay thing to do in front of a police officer. But that is all a sideline of of the of the actual question here, which is, was it a racist shooting? Was it an improper shooting? No and no. Number one, we know it wasn't racist. He saved a black woman from being stabbed. So we're pretty sure it was not racist. And there was a knife being wielded. We showed it on, you know, frame by frame last night. You, you can see her bring the knife down low, then bring it up mm-hmm. high in striking position. Mm-hmm. She starts to move forward. And that's, he actually waits. I mean, it's very Jack Bauer-ish in a yeah. lot of ways. He waits to the last second. He takes a very tight shot with a lot of people around. If you watch the video back, one thing you'll notice is there's a little, little tiny doggy sitting right at the pink girl's feet. The Mm. entire time, (laughs) to the point of like the the interaction happens. She tries to stab him. She gets shot, fall down. They both split, and the dog's just still sitting there, (laughs) just hanging out. It's incredible. And then the dog kind of scampers away. But yeah, I mean, like it it was Mm. it was a crazy, chaotic situation. He had no time to prepare for it, and in 15 seconds, does exactly the right thing. And then LeBron James, I know we'll get into that later, tweets to 50 million people that he's next. It's just insanity. If you can't admit that this was a justified shooting, your commentary is worthless.
0: Well, and let me. Let me, let me get into that pat because um I, you know what i don't even think we need to play this clip let me just tell you nbc uh really really deceptively edited the 911 call on their broadcast so if you're watching mm. again these people are watching nbc these people are <coughs> watching these programs that are they want to control the narrative so they are deceptively editing these to try to make you think oh wait this girl wasn't holding a knife so uh you know if you listen to some broadcasts you heard the 911 call which the girl can be heard saying these grown girls over here trying to fight us trying to stab us um but when nbc news reported it they just played the clip of the 911 call that said we need a police officer here now
2: well yeah because they have to deify the victim in every case in every case the the victim becomes a hero somehow um no matter what they've been doing they could be a lifelong criminal they could have a, a criminal record uh longer than our arms and it Doesn't matter. They're all of a sudden sacred martyrs Mm -hmm. who died for the cause. Well, that's not what's going on here. I mean, it's really sad that a 16-year-old girl lost her life. Right. But the 16-year-old girl was trying to take the life of somebody else. Yeah. So uh, they ignore that narrative every single time. Mm. It's it's never a justification for a cop uh, to shoot somebody, even when it's completely justified. Well, a white
0: cop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So let's get to the the LeBron James aspect of this, because uh, LeBron James, he tweeted and then quickly deleted his tweet. Uh, He wrote, you're next, with a picture of the officer who Mm. shot and killed Makia Bryant, who we just discussed. He said, you're next, hashtag accountability. So then he deleted it and said, you know, I don't want to. What did he say? I don't want to be. Uh, part of the uh, anger. Ang- what did he say? Anger does does any of us any good? That's what he said. Uh, anger does any of us any good?
1: As LeBron always <laughs> does uh, with his uh,
0: anger. I had someone turn it intellect. into a motivational poster. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. It just mm-hmm. says, "Anger does any of us any good."
1: He's an uh, he's an idiot. Uh, I don't know if people know this. Um, he's a mm-hmm. moron. Should not talk about any of these things. Not because he's not allowed to with his First Amendment rights. He is. He's just dumb. And so it's hard for him to say things that make any sense. He has a pre he's pre-made all of his opinions and he's a he's basically a constant outrage machine over whatever issue Mm -hmm. uh, he sees on Twitter, which he then takes the full sentence of and breaks it up into segments of sentences that don't necessarily intersect the correct way. But that being said, you know this is putting someone's life a la- on the line i mean he's 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 uh he's doing something here that he knows what he's doing i mean yeah. he's, he's he's really dumb on a lot of things but he knows what he's doing here and uh look you know a lot of people follow his lead and you know unlike the people in the crowd who will say the same thing as him you don't want to be as dumb as lebron you can be if you if you say the things that LeBron says, you will be as dumb as LeBron, but no one's going to pay you to commit offensive fouls that they won't call for 15 years. <laughs> so you're not going to have the money he has. You're just <laughs> going to be an idiot.
0: Um, Pat, here was his tweet afterwards. I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system, and they always use our words to create more racism. I don't know how you what use you words to create more racism. racism i am so desperate for more accountability
2: more accountability leave us alone (laughs) he is al sharpton now yeah uh uh, al sharpton if al sharpton could dunk a basketball that's That's about what LeBron James is. He comes in, and he inflames every situation. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. And he acts like he has all the information, and we're all idiots.
0: By the way, he also acts like the police officer didn't just save a a black woman's life.
2: No one cares about her. Nobody Nobody cares cares about that.
0: Just like they
1: didn't care about the woman that uh, uh, was a Jacob Blake was sexually assaulting -hmm. In Wisconsin, they didn't care about her because she Mm -hmm. didn't help their narrative. They didn't care about that black life who was, you know, who was in bed being sexually assaulted in the middle of the night multiple times, who have called police, who had her car stolen, who had her bank accounts cleared out. They didn't care about her at all because it didn't help their narrative. And that's what shows. I mean, like it's so blatantly clear. If they wanted to show police shootings as a big news story, they could do it, and they could show if they were doing it fairly, they would show twice as many happening to white people than they do to black people. People. is that real is that happening uh you know we played gonna play a clip on the show tonight of a uh, family guy did you guys see this clip yet from yeah. 2015 where like there's a talk about a shooting and uh Cleveland who's the black character on the show admits that he was the one who shot his son another black person and uh and he tells us to the media and in the middle of his speech um he they turn around and and all the media has gone because they only care when it was Peter, the white guy who actually committed the murder. They're all gone. And he even says he says you want the media to leave in a hurry. Mention black on black crime. And it's true. Yeah. they're yeah. just gone. They don't yeah. care. And, and, and look, race should not yep. play as an issue of this. You want to show like I, a fair standard here is if you really think there's an unfair killing. Uh, you could show it no matter what the race is. And also, if you think there is a terrible, uh, you know, if there's a terrible incident involving the police where they're the victim, show that too. Mm-hmm. That's fair coverage. They are not
2: interested in that. And they're not interested in the least in a really tragic shooting involving a, a little girl, a seven-year-old mm-hmm. black girl mm-hmm. killed for no reason whatsoever at a McDonald's drive through mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm.
0: They, in a drive-by shooting
2: they don't yeah. mention it yeah at all yeah it doesn't fit. Them and in it's despicable well they don't care about any of that and it happens every day you know that the uh they, they keep saying that there were like 54 mass shootings in oh God, march yeah. or whatever it's ridiculous maybe if you include all the chicago killings mm-hmm. yeah maybe mm-hmm. i mean but those aren't the kind they're talking about they just try to They just try to use those to show that Whitey is uh, killing people, multiple people all the time.
1: I'll say it's it's a miracle that uh, a a piece of fabric from his uniform didn't cover that camera at that exact time when you can see the knife. Because I'll it's be honest, amazing. you only okay. see it for a few frames. Yeah. And despite the fact that there would be all sorts of witnesses saying it was there, mm. every single person in the media would say it was a lie and it was planted. Yeah. They would well, they're already
0: trying to say that, even though we have,
1: even though we have it on camera. We have
0: it on thank tape. God,
1: this guy would be toast yeah. if, if, yeah, that, if that terrible pixelated camera did not pick that up for a
0: couple of frames. Yeah. Well, just remember, guys, anger does any of us
2: any good. That's <laughs> <laughs> beautifully wow. put. Damn, beautifully put. That was,
0: thank wow, you. wow. Thank you. All right, Think we got to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. <laughs> Really quickly, um, So if you have not heard us talk about Bilt Bar, you have to try it. It is an amazing protein bar, but it's like healthier and tastes way better than whatever protein bar that you're eating. If you're not eating Bilt Bar, you're eating and it tastes like cardboard or something. All right. You got to try Bilt Bar. By the way, uh, they just had the, one of their flavors win it, this award in a taste test. It was the coconut brownie chunk, which I remember I sat here and Glenn Beck was here and I was like, Glenn have you tried the coconut brownie chunk? And he said, no. I said, oh my gosh, they just sent a shipment. You have to try them. And then I heard him on the radio the next day say, oh my gosh, Sarah told me to try them and they're amazing. (laughs) They really are. It tastes like a candy bar. You're going to think that you're eating something that is really, really bad for you, but you're not. It's actually really good for you. Low in calories, low in carbs, high in protein and fiber. You got to try them. Go to uh, BuiltBar.com. That is B-U-I-L-T Bar.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% on your order. Order. That is only at BuiltBar.com. All right. The Washington State Department of Health is uh, letting their vaccine providers uh, deny vaccines to white people. Finally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, if you live in Washington State and you happen to be white, Uh, and you're waiting for your vaccine, you may not want to go to get yours by at least one of the vaccine providers who is a A R T H, which which stands for African American Reach and Teach Health Ministry. Um, you can, uh, of course, sign up eligible recipients, who I think is everyone, all adults by yeah, now, I think, right? I think everyone is
1: everyone's sixteen plus around yeah. the country is eligible. So now. you
0: can sign up for the vaccines using their online scheduler, and you have to actually write whether you are white or non-white. Now, if you are non-white, uh, they put you, they give you like a list of times that you can schedule, <laughs> and if you are white, you have to actually get on a standby list um but that's not actually the only like it's not the first standby list because they also have a people of color standby list first a waiting list for them first (laughs) um and then they get to the white people so it's really good that um we're listening to martin luther king and we've really like desegregated everything um we're judging people by the content of their character not by the color of their skin mm. and um you know i just think we're doing really well as a country
1: i believe it was the civil rights activist george wallace who said segregation <laughs> now segregation forever and thank that you. is uh, that's what wow. of course we've all been working for this entire yeah. time right. finally we're getting job, it back guys. thank Great you job. good job everybody job. good job america <laughs> i mean like i can't i don't know how this it's is incredible legal. right I mean, it can't be how can it be le- Okay. It can Especially when it's a state or it's a, you know, a government program, yes. essentially. Yeah. Right. Where, uh, you know, the, the government, the taxpayers have paid for all this vaccine. <laughs> like,
0: can, can I can I tell you what they said? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Washington Department of Health is actually arguing that it's about equity. Um, So they said that uh, here it is. The prioritization is designed to address current inequities and barriers to accessing the vaccine and get people who are at highest risk vaccinated first.
1: I mean, like this is look,
0: everything is about health. It's health equity now, which means is a
1: totally different. You guys get screwed. Equality. Right. right? And, you know, like there's been a long term thing since this all began that African-Americans are less likely to get vaccinated because, you know, the the idea is that the history, there's been some obviously some bad things in history with the government and and different medical experiments. And they're just generally more skeptical of vaccines than other populations. Um, but if you just keep it available to them, they can come whenever they want. Like you don't need to depress white people who want to get it to not get it right like you don't need to stop them from getting it to show that black, you know black people can also get it they should also be able to get it there should not
0: be priority but the they, people who have died from COVID 19 should be equal throughout all races but that is like seemingly what they're targeting here <laughs> because like you
1: know, they'll say like well african-americans like are a higher population and this has nothing to do with their skin color no but african-americans are a higher population live in cities and that's where it all comes from right so you live in cities more you're um you're you're going to be around in a more dense area so you're more likely to catch covid you're probably going to be on mass transportation more like more likely to do that you're more likely to catch covid uh, you may they statistically are more likely to be in these um uh jobs uh you know like th- that that didn't stop like they're not ex- they're not as much uh, huffington post bloggers that can just sit on their couch with their laptops they're out there actually doing things and they did so they didn't stop working throughout the pandemic so they were more likely to get covid um and you know and uh, they might not have some of the same uh, you know healthcare services and stuff that be part of this but that does not mean that like you you
0: i I think there are white people who have to face those challenges as well
1: exactly they do and this is this is the, the the larger point here which is never ever in your entire life one time make any decision based on skin color period like, if you could just kind of keep that as a general... So wait,
0: you're, so you're saying don't make any one decision based on that, but make no, all no, of your decisions based no
1: on that? Decisions. No decisions. At the end of your life, you could be like, you know what, never made a decision based on skin color. Pretty proud of that. You should be happy with yourself. That's a really <laughs> good goal to go after. And yet we're going the opposite way. I mean, we joke about Wallace and Martin Luther King. We've reversed those two. But it's like, in reality, we are legitimately going yes. back to that system. Yes. We are going to a system that puts a giant smile on the face of Richard spencer right <laughs> mm-hmm. who he thinks about race just as often the only thing is he wants a different race on top yeah. and, and and he will fight and he'll say i want white people to have the uh, the upper hand and then i guess everyone else is going to say they want other people to have the other hand and we're all going to fight about who gets the upper hand based on skin color that's a dumb argument to have because number one there's never a winner and number two it's against everything that our country is supposed to stand for mm. like we all look back at the era where we made decisions based on skin color and abhor
2: it why do we want to go back to it? It makes no sense. Being colorblind is actually considered racism now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they specifically race. say colorblindness is racist. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's it's really un- incredible. It, it, it's unbelievable. And you talk about systemic racism that's going on in Washington right now, just against white people, but that's okay. We, we can discriminate against white people. It serves them right because, I guess, it's payback time. Yeah. And that, it, it's despicable uh, what's going on. Um, you know, Biden talks about this the systemic racism. Um, this is a guy who went to Robert KKK Byrd's yeah. funeral and said that he was his mentor and friend. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Donald Trump went anywhere and said Anything nice about David Duke? Yeah, David Duke was my mentor and friend. Uh, and yeah, he was a member of the KKK for a while, but uh, he said some pretty good things later on in life. So I really like him. That he condemned white supremacists
0: work. like a, a million times, and he was still called a white supremacist. So yeah. no, I cannot imagine if he actually said something like that.
2: But this kind of stuff is frightening, yeah, because it's just been, it's just been flipped now, and I guess that's okay. We, we get to experience it.
0: Mm, all right. Uh, we've got more to come, but we got to take a break. Back in a minute. It is really incredible. Happy Earth Day, by the way. Yes. Oh, yes. I know you guys are Earth Day happy, yes. Earth Day. happy Earth Day fanatics. Yes. Happy Earth uh, Day. Also, happy Earth Day from John Kerry, who was at the uh, Leaders Climate Summit and gave <coughs> us this little gem of a clip. Watch. You're off to such a great quick start. Mm-hmm. You said twice getting to net zero is going to be hard, really hard. And uh, just remind everybody that th- that, that will depend on whether or not we have
2: some breakthrough technologies and breakthrough innovations, number one. But even if we get to net
0: zero, we still have to get carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. So this is a bigger challenge than a lot of people have, have, have sort of really grabbed onto yet. So everybody stop breathing. Uh, plants, you're screwed because uh, you don't get to survive. And I guess that's, that's a happy Earth Day. <laughs> to the plants, I it was, guess. Is
1: he actually proposing to get all of the carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere? i got to say yes, because he's John Kerry. I think yes. Um, well, he uh,
0: just he just mentioned net zero, too. He yeah. was like, speaking of net zero, we really have to get rid of the carbon dioxide.
1: That's a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> Do you we think? may need it for certain purposes. And I'll, I'll talk to John about that offline. Climate czar, but, uh, by the way. Yeah, exactly. I have uh, Bjorn Lomborg on today. he wrote a great book uh, called False Alarm, um, which is all about all the crazy claims from environmentalists and how to actually put all this stuff in perspective. And, uh, you know, we were ta- I was talking to him tonight, and he goes into all of the, how could you actually do the things that they're saying? You know, net zero is crazy. Mm. But, like, Biden wants 50% reduction in um, CO2 by 2030. And, like, I, what does that mean exactly? Well, it, let's say you were to take every car off the road. And all trains, and all planes, and all buses, oh, and geez. all tractors, and all trucks—that would save you about 20%. So you <laughs> still got 30% 30 30. to go <laughs> if you eliminate the transportation sector completely. Wow, uh, going to be really hard to do that because even if you go all the way to zero, uh, to all zero-emission vehicles with like electric cars and stuff. They all take tons of CO2 to produce. Yeah. So it takes, you know, forty, fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 miles before that even equals out. It's really insane. Which
0: is why you have to believe, you know, instead of saying this, you have to believe that, like, he's just saying this to satisfy all of the fanatics, knowing that that's not an actual thing that he can do. Right.
2: Yeah, I guess <laughs> uh, he went on to say in the same uh, rant that uh, the United States could could lower our emissions to zero and you'll still have the problem. United States and China could lower all our emissions to zero. You'll still have the problem. Well, wait a minute. What? (laughs) what so <laughs> what are we well, what are doing we why are we doing it then yeah. what do well, you let's
1: just oh. make the best out of the world we have instead of this fake one that you're yeah. trying yeah. to create right i mean like you know again that that 20 percent of american um, emissions from the entire transportation sector cut co- works out to like like less than four percent globally so if you were to it doesn't it's not you don't do it by country mm-hmm. right it would mean nothing and it's mm-hmm. a completely unreachable goal The only way you could even do something like this, right, would be for some massive government policy that made all these things illegal, which we definitely know are not going to happen, let's say, for sure in the next two years. Right. We know the Republicans won't let that happen, at least for the next couple of years and probably for the first for the next four. At what point does this even begin? This also includes taking off the table the one way you might be able to do it, which is nuclear power. Right? right? You can't. You were <laughs> not allowed to do that. Like, wow. if the Democrats really cared about this problem in, in a serious way, they could say aggressively, "Let's pursue new generation electric uh, d- nuclear technology." Yeah. yeah. Because Republicans would be like. Yeah, we've been asking for this it. for a while. Yeah. You get zero emissions. You could really make a dent in this, even though it still wouldn't, I don't think, solve the problem, but you'd go a long way to make it dis- much more than you would do by just haranguing people to turn off their freaking toaster ovens. And, uh, you know, but they don't mm-hmm. care. They really don't care about this problem at all. It's all about control.
0: Yeah. Did Pat, did you see the clip of uh, AOC when she said that... Uh Cl- racial injustice is climate, is, is it, climate yes, change yes. and basically everything is climate change there was
2: another brilliant observation on her part yeah. she's full think? of them she's done so much good work it's oh, we, ha- oh
0: we, ha- we have oh do we do we have time good. for it okay great let's play it Cli- the climate crisis, crisis <laughs> is a crisis born of injustice and it is a crisis born of the pursuit <laughs> of profit at any and all human and ecological cost ecological cost which means <clears throat> that we must recognize in legislation that the trampling of indigenous <laughs> rights is a cause of climate change. Yeah, of
2: course, everything is. The, the trampling is. of racial mm-hmm. justice mm-hmm. is
0: you. a cause of climate everything change. Because we are allowing people, <laughs> and we are allowing ourselves to make sure, to, we are allowing folks oh, to good. deny mm-hmm. ourselves human rights and deny people the right to health care, the right to this housing. And the,
2: do you remember when Miss South Carolina was <laughs> asked about maps? <laughs> that was a more intelligent yes. answer than we just heard from AOC. <laughs>
0: such a good analogy. The Iraq. Uh, the <laughs> Iraq. And, everywhere and, like such as. And the
2: Asian countries and everywhere <laughs> like such as. I will say I favorite. was a
1: little disappointed and uh, I was, I'll just be honest with you, Sarah okay. in particular. Um, I watched that clip and I thought I need to go to Sarah Gonzalez unfiltered <sighs> know, and see what I the know, parody of her doing this clip is and it wasn't there. I know. What is happening? I have to see it. It has to happen. I had a baby. That's what
0: happened. Oh, okay. It's well, a good excuse. <laughs> taking up all my time. I know. I saw it and I, I was listening to it and it's i heard you doing it just now but like it's like nails on a chalkboard with this particular clip for some reason her voice is just
1: the Mm -hmm. worst it's that peak irritation
0: yes Mm -hmm. i know i really need to um figure out some time and get something up there all right we got to take a break back in a minute everything like such as is climate change (laughs) and
1: infrastructure and some u.s
0: All right. Don't forget to uh, go to wherever you get your podcasts. Which, by the way, I heard that Apple Podcasts is down today, or has been down. Oh no, really? So oh. yeah. So go to theblaze.com uh, today, anyway, and there is a link to make sure to uh, to get a, uh, all of your podcasts, all of your Blaze Radio, Blaze TV podcasts. Uh, but we've got some reviews today from. Let's see, who is this from? Kin Kin Man Junior. Okay, the news and white matters is incredibly entertaining and informative. Uh, four days a week, then on the fifth day, it is <laughs> transcendent. That's when two time Hot Mom of the Year. Oh my gosh. Ser- Sergo, oh, welcome like Stu, the vegan Lincoln, emancipating <laughs> us from fake news, and Pat, the storm and Mormon cray from the mean streets of Helena. It's Helena. Yeah, Helena. Sorry, Thank everyone you. needs what this show delivers. Praise God and pass the ammunition. Amen. That
1: is a, that's a review that's of the stuff. year right there. That's I give the review stuff. five stars. <laughs> that's a fantastic one.
0: I mean, there's not a better sell than that review no. right mm-hmm. there. Uh, all right, let's see. Here's another one. The Sarah Gonzalez Show fixed it for you. Who is this from? K- I'm sorry, I can't read. KCIT guy, thank you. I love that this show is both informative and entertaining. The rotating panel of Blaze contributors and guests keep the conversation lively. However, they should just change the name and give the leading lady her due credit. That's nice. Thank you, Sarah. P.S. Built Bar. P.S. Built Bar. P.S. Built Bar. That's all you needed to say. The reviews are like filled with Built Bar reviews. Uh, <laughs> glad you're liking it, by the way. Builtbar.com. <laughs> Thanks, guys.